Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. And I am so excited, Ellie, because we have Tanya Moore on the podcast. Yeah! Oh, Finally! Not Patrick Moore, not Roger Moore, Tanya Moore. Come on, Number one more. more you need. That's it. <laughs> Absolutely. More, more, more. Oh. How do you like it? How do you like it? <laughs> Please tell me that's your walk-on music, Tanya. It needs to be now. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to change From it. From now on. Yeah. Because, and I say walk-on music, not because you're a WWE wrestler, although, who look, you know, I know you're a very strong person. Perhaps you do that in your spare time. She's, she is wearing a lovely matching tracksuit, so she's got um, she's got a very you know athletic. I showed off for you today, girls. Oh, yeah, that looks like a new tracksuit too. It is. It is. A box fresh, but like only because I bought it ages ago and there's been nowhere to go. <laughs> I'm like, I know who will appreciate a tracksuit. You the correctly, yes, you correctly assumed that my house is the right place to wear joggers. The only reason I'm not wearing joggers is because all mine are dirty. Covered in wine and brie stains. It's no, it's no good. So, uh, so well done, Tanya. Now, for the listener, who are you, Tanya Moore? Why don't you introduce yourself? Um, I'm Tanya Moore. Um, some would call me a stand-up. Some an actor. Some a host. Some a host. <laughs> Putting the Halloween hosted. I mean, Tanya Moore. Try, you know, I'm, I'm very friendly. Um, uh, I write sometimes, and sometimes I annoy people, and that's you. Li- you literally are just going to have one of those five. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. There's, there's no. What? What a rolodex of talents, though. I know, right? Absolutely. And um, but we met you. Let's make it about us, Tanya. You've let's just got it. here. We just started. Let's make it about us. And <laughs> um, we met you through comedy. Yes, of course, because you were there. On the fateful night that Helen and I first ever met each other, which was seven and a half years ago. Yeah, March 2013. I mean, it was a romantic occasion. Can you paint the scene for us, Tanya? Will you describe that scene? Do you know the the part that I remember is when we got onto the train? (laughs) By this time, we were full of it. (laughs) (laughs) And we were loud. (laughs) I just remember being really thankful that you went all the way to Forest Hill and I only had one stop without you. Because the gig was in, uh, do you remember? It was in, in the a bus. Sh- in a, it, no, it was next to the bus. It's next oh, to yeah, the pizza in the bus. container. In a, in a shipping, shipping container. container. That's right. Under a flyover. That's right. And it was, it was hosted by a man, I think he had about four teeth, but, oh, what he lacked in teeth, he made up for an enthusiasm. Oh, my he? God, yes. And he yeah. filled, oh, what was his name? Robin. Yep. 
and he was amazing. And then it was us and who else was there? A few other comedians. Yeah. But um, there were more, more comedians, comedians than audience. Yes, yeah, exactly. As, as was the de redeur uh, back in the day. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I did I did five minutes. You did five minutes, Tanya. And, and then this, yeah, cool lady in a, in a leather jacket <laughs> wearing a Billy Piper mask. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Holding oh. guitar, Kate. <laughs> Make me sound like some sort of weird Brian that, Adams. That boy, back no. to me. <laughs> I did. I used, that's right. I used to do a bit about there was a real, and I didn't make it up. There was a letter in the Guardian. Someone had wrote in oh, saying her is, her is boyfriend, some early classic, yeah. nerdy Ellie Gibson's like I've read I've read something in the Guardian. Guardian I'm going to make yeah. a joke about it. But it was about this bloke, and he and no, the girlfriend had written to the Guardian because the bloke would only have sex with her if she wore a mask of Billy Piper. Oh my god! Or I think it was Kimberly from Girls Aloud. <laughs> and I was like, that's funny, isn't it? That's, that's... so you're not even the same. I mean, it's <laughs> so just do it from behind, yeah. and then it can be anywhere. Also, be regular. Put a pillowcase. (laughs) (laughs) But do you, you, especially in these times now, it's hard, you know, we can barely gig at all, never mind shit gigs. Do you ever miss those open mic days? Now now you're a big deal? No, no. I wish I was a big deal, but no, I don't miss those open mic gigs at all. Um, I did a couple recently, actually, just to test out new material and Mm. stuff. Nightmare. (laughs) Definitely don't miss it. No. no. Oh, and there was Pegasus comedy. I always like the ones where yes. they're in such brightly lit room. Everyone was lit, including yeah. the audience, which always is great. Yeah. And they're on an assortment of height of chairs, yes. which I like. Mm. No chair the same. Yeah. That, that's You don't want that. Yeah. You want someone a bit on a stool in the front oh, and a lounger Pegasus. in the back, uh, like a chaise lounge. And um, and you you want uh, a mic that intermittently doesn't work? Yeah, it cuts yeah. out. Yeah, yeah that the, the, yeah, the yeah. cord just drops out. Yeah. So so and you want to host a pr- promoter of the gig who's like so nervous he's profusely sweating. That's <laughs> that is exactly nice. what you need. Or That's... someone really arrogant who likes to do half their Edinburgh set in the second <gasps> half oh uh, while everyone wants to punch him in the face. So they, I mean yeah. I mean we're painting a lovely picture with our words. I used to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was golden a golden age. Um, did you ever dig, do that gig in Clapham, Tanya, that was run by Dapper Lars? Yes. Yeah. I won he, once. Did you? Yeah. Oh, well done. Well done. He, won, he once introduced me to the stage. He'd done, he'd done a bit. It hadn't gone over very well. As I'm sure you recall, that was not an uncommon occurrence. I mean... And then, and then he said, anyway, would you like to see a woman on the stage? Mm. And everyone went... Because they're a bit pissed as well, and they're probably expecting well, like, some stripper. young blonde starlet. And I walk out, fucking hello, I'm a mum of two from yeah. Catford. <laughs> <laughs> Don't all get an erection at once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all your dreams come true. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got a Billy Piper mask as yeah. well. <laughs> oh god. Oh, what was that it? gig? Can you remember your worst? What was your worst gig? I think it was, I definitely think it was when I had to do a gig in Streatham and most of the audience were people who I grew up with and I still died. But I was like about two months in. But you know, they say if people know you, they'll understand your your humour a little bit more. So it should be a bit easier. Oh my God. No. It was so bad. The host came on and was like, that was her first gig. He knew it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's bad (laughs) when they come on and start. Give her a clap for trying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it was so bad. Oh. I, I'll never forget that day 
Because it's only now that I'm, I feel like I'm doing a little bit well that I can look them in the eye again, like, see, I'm here. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I got, I got there. Yeah. I, got I got there, there in the end. Like, we, we made oh. it. It's okay. It wasn't in vain. I did a night. I did a night one August, and not me actually, but it was it was one of these awful nights. There was hardly anyone there. It was all bad. And another comedian did a bit, and it didn't go over great. And he came off stage, and the MC got on stage, and he went, "Oh, I'm terribly sorry, everyone, but all the good acts are up in Edinburgh. You see." <laughs> Are you joking Seriously? me? And we all just looked at each other like, yeah. So, but those those days are gone, Tanya. We've no. escaped. I feel like we're all having flashbacks now. It's like oh. it's like survivors from the Vietnam yeah. War. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. we were in the tiger cage in the tiger cage for seven months? Do you remember? <laughs> but since then, Tanya, so much has happened. Loads. Tell us some of the things you've achieved. Oh man, I've achieved um, not. Punching promoters in the face. That's, that's good. Massive. Yeah, that's, well that's done, good. you. You know, men are wild in this game. But yeah. um, I've, I've had a lot of uh, success in lay TV world, which has been yeah. nice. So I'm, I'm the face of Tango. I know! Really exciting. And did you do a Maltesers ad as I well? I did do Maltesers as well. Yes. And Tesco's. But I always think, like, but we did the hard yards. And it's really interesting when people sort of only see that small slice of yep. your career and they're like, why is she there? And how, yep. how did she do that? And yep. all that sort of stuff. And they want to skip. They want to skip the shit gigs. They want to skip mm. you going up and down the M4 or whatever, yeah. driving for 15. Oh, my God. Do you remember the time we all did a gig in Brighton and then all the roads were closed and Ellie was trying <laughs> oh to drive us God. Ellie was trying to drive us back oh. in her Honda. Oh, and I was, my God. I think I was pregnant. I and you were pregnant as well. Oh. And what usually takes, listener, about 90 minutes to get from Brighton. Took about three hours. Yeah. But there was just... And I'm bit... still convinced we passed um, those people in the park dogging. I'm yeah, convinced. I know. I just remember telling <laughs> in the back going doggers doggers going which exit which exit shut up and we were like that's what I'm talking about which exit (laughs) all the exits slow down Ellie slow down and the entrances that was so funny we were so so happy when we saw a normal road (laughs) no lights on the doggers roads Oh, God. Uh, But aren't we lucky that we are in an age, like 2020, where we are earning money, not just from getting in the car and driving, that we're getting digital work, we're getting writing work, and also our talents are appreciated on a multi-sort of levels as well. Like, if you think of the the sisters who came before us, like, we've interviewed people like Jenny Claire on the podcast, and she was just saying the hard yards that they did for us was really fucking remarkable. And, like, they'd get there and people would say awful things to them on stage. I mean, we've all encountered that, I'm sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's, it's really fantastic. That, um, when we did, we did the Mo documentary the other day for Channel 4, and it was very, you know, black, British and, and funny, just focused around black British comedians because, you know, Ricky Gervais will continuously try and portray that we're not here, we don't exist. Um, we did the documentary, mm. and it was very, uh, there was a lot of old school people there. And I, I like having these conversations with them because you really learn, even though I still struggle with certain things because of my race and all that stuff, I'm, I'm, I really have it easy. Mm. And I, I use easy in, in a very loose term, but compared to what they went through, mm. I really, I think because of the steps they went through, mm. I'm able to walk into rooms and be like, well, if you don't like me, I'll leave. I'm not going to change. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas they might have felt pressure to change so they can get the job. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, I just, yeah, it's a lot. Just little things like Angie Lamar, her first couple of jobs, she got paid food. 
Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's like... Mm, yes, I've just divided In a things. room full of people yeah. who are paying for tickets. Yeah. yeah. They paid food. Mm. Yeah. That's a lot. Mm. Yeah. One of her first gigs was in a rave and they stopped the rave and said some woman wants to be funny. Oh, wow. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, she still made them laugh because she's fucking hilarious. Yeah. But it's just one of those things that... Yeah. So I feel very lucky that I wasn't a comic back then. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm. I mean, I'm so I've, lucky. Mm. I've talked to Gina Yashere about how yes. she went to America because she found that in Britain, she found it was just, just too hard to make it as a black person. Yeah. There is a, another whole layer. I mean, we've got the woman thing, you know, but then there's that as well. Has that been yeah. your experience as well? Oh, definitely. I feel like as a black woman here, and, you know, this might offend some of them, but truth does um, <laughs> I feel like most black women here and I say most because not all most black women here especially if they're on TV and they're comedians they're there because they are laughed at for some reason does right. that make sense mm-hmm. so you've got like uh, your fat black so you can laugh at the fat black mm-hmm. you can laugh at the fat lady doing fat lady stuff like she can't walk in her heels or you put her in really tight clothes so we can all laugh at her which isn't why she's there and I'm sure that person's probably got loads of talent but mm. the talent that they pick up on is they make instead of making you a comedian they make you a clown mm. yeah. you know, does that make sense? yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you are the butt of the joke do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. and it's like guys mm. everybody here has talent we all have our own section of talent we all have something that we all bring to the table it doesn't have to be, we don't have to be clowns for it. We don't have to be, do you know what I mean? It, mm. I find it so irritating that, you know, this one has, looks a little bit quirky, so we'll give her the job. Or this one is a little bit, why can't you just take a regular, normal, average person yeah. and allow them to be in that space as well? Mm. You just won't find it. Yeah, mm. that's it's really, really, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for example, Michaela Coel will sit down and tell you all day that, you know, she felt ugly and she felt all these different things and she felt weird and quirky. And those are the things that she used to sell herself. And she got the job, mm. right? But there's a hundred Michaelas out there. We know Michaela is talented as shit. Yeah. Mm. Talented. So that shouldn't have been the thing you led with. However, that's the thing that you had to lead with because that's the way in. Mm. I don't have a gimmick. I'm not going to be the new bald girl or the new, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like a tiny mom or nothing. For me, I'm, I'm comfortable in the idea that the journey might take a bit longer. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. But I'll sleep good at night. And yeah. I don't look at myself in the mirror. Mm. Uh, at no point will you ever find anything of me online that I'll be mad embarrassed by. I'll be embarrassed because maybe it was me 10 years ago and me 10 years ago is different to today. Right? Mm. Oh my God. But not because of the actual thing that I'm doing. Does that yeah, make yeah, sense? Yeah. 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 And I don't like that. I think it's the hardest, weirdest, horriblest thing that you've got some people out here selling their souls just so they can get ahead. I would never. No. I'm keeping it. Yeah. And it was interesting because, like, you write on your bio and you have said that you are, uh, you, um, straddle between there's mm. the black comedy world and the and mainstream or whatever um, exactly yeah. um, comedy world and you've invited me to you I've done more comedy before mm-hmm. and um, that was incredible in that in East London it was yeah. fantastic <laughs> the nights that you ran there were brilliant but can you tell because maybe the listener doesn't really know that there are t- why this is it uh, loads of us yes massive and like selling out like the cat like massive stadiums yeah, see, yeah. we don't do small gigs no so you go to a, a mainstream gig and you can go to a pub and you've got an audience of 30 yeah a black promoter would not even entertain the idea yeah of an audience of 30 yeah. it's a minimum 250 oh. so I think it's easier for us to transition to mainstream because we've had a hard audience we've had a massive audience mm. our we don't have open mic gigs 
So you either go and be funny or you go and die. These yeah. are your options. Yeah. And you don't go and be funny in front of 30. You go and be funny in front of 250 to maybe 2,000. Mm. Yeah. Or you die. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's I know how I've, you I've died in a room full of 12 people and that's yeah. one thing. But you can kind of get on the train and go, well, fuck it, those 12 people didn't right? like me, whatever. Yeah. 250 people, I mean, that's a democracy. offended <laughs> that people like, we always laugh, um, us black comics, especially those of us in the mainstream, when people who, people who run things like Live at the Apollo, they're like, yeah, but like, this audience is like 900 people. Babes, we do Indigo 2 regularly. Yeah, yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. that's 2,000. 2,000 plus on a weekend regularly. I've hosted Indigo 2. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you joking? This yeah. is, it's so offensive. Like, just tell us the truth why you don't want us there. Yeah. Like, giving us these silly ideas that we can't perform in front of lots of people. Mm. Babes, our audiences are worse than yours. Mm. It, Listen, if you're in front of black people and they're not happy, they're going to let you know they're not happy. Mm. They'll either tell you or they're in the front row, they're on their phones or they're talking to Keisha about what happened to Sharon last week. They don't care. (laughs) They don't care. With a white audience, there's still a little bit of support. It's like, okay, it wasn't good today, but try again. (laughs) (laughs) You don't get that love if it's a black audience. They're like, babes, fuck off. Where's the comedy? I paid my money. I'm wearing my good suit. (laughs) (laughs) We find that with like the London audiences compared to the outside of London audiences. London audiences who we love, but they very much will look at you and go, I could do a hundred other things tonight. Right. You, you, you step up. Yeah. You make me laugh. Like, you... like I used all of my hairspray. <laughs> you want to know what that means? Like... So, yeah, I, I always, I can't speak for Italy, obviously, but I always find it's just a lot more harder work. You're going, it's all right. We're like the comedy you might see on the telly. Or we're good enough. We are good enough for you. Yes. But then you go out of the regions and like the, the, the more north you get, God, better. fucking lovely. And oh. then they just like, you came, Literally, you, came. you walk in and you blink and like, oh my God, you're so funny. <laughs> oh my god i love i love you the north yeah. oh just the best and the night. south do you remember Falmouth? we did a show in oh Falmouth, my god yes uh, in, a, in a theater i think yeah it was, yeah theater. lovely theater sold out nice nice gig um uh uh in the in the thir- three rows from the front after the show uh someone someone had been sick and just left it so there's ladies from it uh meanwhile in the back row there was a fucking punch-up <laughs> No. So Oh, they know. live large down there. My yeah. kind of gig, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love gigging in Wales as well. I oh, love Wales it. Is awesome. Cardiff. Yeah, yeah, Cardiff's up for it. Oh, yeah. Love it. I oh, love them down there. You're making me sad. I want to get back I know, on the road. I know. <laughs> Uh, but you've done a bit of Mot the Week. Yeah. Oh, how are you feeling, man? That's a big deal, right? Massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I so, mean... so Mock the Week for our international listeners is like, like it's like the premier stand-up show. Yes. You have like six comedians on either side and you've got to write jokes. Yeah. There's a panel element and then there's like a stand-up battle-off, basically. Yes. And you get a topic. Yeah. And then you've got to do your jokes. Yes. Fucking, that's a big deal, it's man. It's massive. Yeah. And they, they only give you the stuff like a, a few days beforehand. Yeah. Mm. Which is wild. Yeah. So, no. If you've seen Tenure on stage, you'll know. But you come out and you have you you're just full of this amazing energy. Thank you. You're funny, and you already love you before you've even opened your mouth. Awesome. And that's what I love about you. Like, yeah. it, and that's what you want in a stand-up. You're a joy to watch. You exude this sort of positivity and joy and cheekiness. We're not jealous, are we? We're not remotely jealous. I tell you this now. <gasps> I'm just refreshing my it's email not, now. It's not even me. I'm going to say on this one, it's my agent, definitely. I got this job, no audition. Wow. That's how awesome she is. Awesome. Do you know what, what I mean? What did she do? It's, I mean, 
We've all seen the fire documentary <laughs> at the fire festival. She, Whatever uh, she's doing, do it some more all over the place. I need please. some tips from her. Yeah. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. <laughs> and are you disappointed that you didn't get to do Edinburgh this year? Because we, we saw you that We were up there last year, weren't we? Yeah. All together? Yeah. yeah. A little bit, because I wanted my debut to be out of the way. I just yeah. wanted it to be over with. Now. So you did half an hour last year. And yeah. so um, for com- you comedians, their, de- their debut is when they do one full hour, isn't yeah. it? Because your yeah. show, your half hour that you did last year was called Bully. Mm. And it was, yeah, and it was about you being a bully, wasn't it? Which yeah. I thought, yes, because you you know, most comedians have been fucking bullied. We've all heard <laughs> yeah, we're all sad. Story. We're all fucking sad stories. But like, so tell us about why you wanted to write about that particularly. I wanted to write, so initially the idea was to focus on the word bully and how we use it and what it means mm. and how we could probably change the word um when we're talking about naughty kids um and then it advanced into talking about me being the bully and how that's now impacted my adult life like what that means and how i navigate myself in situations now Mm. and at this point it's just about we've gone back to focusing on the word bully Mm. and how it's used and what you do to bullies like because most children when they're called bullies we don't think, uh, why is this child now behaving like this? No child wakes up a bully. This is all stuff that they're dealing with and going right. with and not being able to process, right? Mm. So we need to figure out how to handle these moments properly because there's so many organisations, when I was doing my research, there's lots of charities that help people who have been bullied. But no one's focusing on the bully itself. Like, mm. the, no one's focusing on that person. What are they going through? Why is a child, why is somebody who's single digits in age mm. coming in with this kind of energy? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No yeah. one stops to think, hold on a minute, 
This isn't normal. Because we're so busy focusing on, on the child with tears. Which, yeah. don't get me wrong, let's not ignore them. No, no, I don't think anyone's but saying let's, that. If yeah. we don't figure this problem out, this child is going to stop bullying that child. But guess what? It's going to move on to that child. Because yeah. the problem hasn't been fixed. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I want to figure out how we can, uh, you know, just talk about that in a better way. Help these people better. Mm. So they're not going up to like adult life and figuring out, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that no more. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Take, there's no need for you to go through so much of life with all of these jackets or bags on top of you that shouldn't even be yours, you know? Or you've nicked off other smaller children. Right? (laughs) Right? I mean, someone needs to pay for my lunch. But no, it was... was, That's what... I want to really just highlight that and talk about that and just figure that out. Um, But how do you sort of reflect on it? Because, like, I I was bullied. We've talked about that on the podcast and Ellie was bullied as well. And there there are times where I kind of want to ring up the girl who did it and, like, just have a chat going, look, we're cool now. Mm. And I get you know you were going through a hard time and all that sort of stuff and it's it's okay like how do you how do you well I, I actually after it? university I actually messaged people who I felt like I was really bad to in school mm. and just kind of sent them a letter well not a letter a message on Facebook just saying like listen I was a shit back then so yeah. I want to apologise yeah. and most of them have taken the the letter the, I keep calling it a letter the message and you know it's been a great response some of them I'm now friends with two really? of them wish me death <laughs> 50 50 <laughs> I mean fair no, I, mean, I mean I was a shit like, one of them I was like do you know what from him fair the other one I'm like babe you're doing too much go over it <laughs> and it's not for me to determine no. you know what her emotions should or shouldn't be right, that's yeah. where she is that's where but, she is exactly yeah, but yeah. For, like for this guy so this guy was like obsessed with me in secondary school and like really wanted to be my boyfriend he kept sending me like every day he'd, he'd bring in chocolates or write me letters and stuff and I'm like babe that's a lot a lot right that's a lot but he's gay <laughs> Right? What are you saying? You made him gay, Tanya? Like, no, I, I wish I did. I wish I, I wish that was the case. I wish I had those powers. <laughs> but he even in school, we knew way. he was gay. Right. So I kept being like, "Yeah, but you're gay. You're gay. You're right. gay." And I feel like I outed him before he was ready to accept it. Okay. Before, do you see what I mean? So yeah. for him, I'm like, do you know what? Now I know better. Definitely, mm. you can hate me forever, sir. Yeah, and I'll continue to just try and be your friend because mm. fair. Yeah, you know, if you're not ready, then it's not my job to have that moment. Yeah, even though you know my broad shoulders does not mean I should be a beard. However, <laughs> I just think it wasn't my place. No, yeah. to do that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. So for him, I'm definitely like, do you know what? I will go and die in peace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But her? Are you joking? I called you names. You called me names. What? But to be Tanya, you did write her a letter of apology. You must have done exactly. something. <laughs> she's the good guy in this, Ellie. And she right, still right. told me to die. <laughs> oh man, oh, she God. must be well pissed now. I can't even fucking go cinema about seeing me pop up. <laughs> She'll never drink fucking Tango, Tango ever again. <laughs> she spits in it. She spits yeah. in it. <laughs> it just to pour it down the sink. Yeah. yeah. Screw you, she Tanya. Just sits at home crushing Maltesers in her hands one by Literally. one. Literally. But yes, and just going back to about that guy who was gay yeah i i agree with what you've said and yeah. you're saying you, you shouldn't have had to do it wasn't you, my you place that. No. yeah but also in your defense if i were your lawyer <laughs> <laughs> i would say also you were a child yes and you didn't know you didn't fully comprehend why that was such a bad a, thing to no, do right I didn't. so they're mitigating yeah and i guess i'm saying not not related to that specifically but when you look at that as a whole that that period of your life what could the the adults around you have done right to 
change and the so way this things is what work. i talk about in there because i come from a jamaican background children should be seen and not heard that's a very real thing so mm. i wasn't getting the conversations that i was supposed to have as a child mm. there's a lot that i had to learn in uni and post uni to really figure out oh shit no oh that wasn't funny oh okay shit then mm. oh man do you know what i mean because at times when you're making when you're in school and you're making jokes even if it's at the expense of someone else to you it's just a joke you don't realize that person carries that and takes it home, mm. and it becomes a scar for them. You don't realise that until after the fact. In the yeah. moment, you're just making everybody laugh. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You're class clown. And yeah. class clowns scar, and you don't realise that until after the fact, do you know? Mm. So you spend all day saying something horrible to somebody. To you, it's just words. I'm not punching you. You're not bleeding. No. That's the worst thing you can no, say. No, the bruises and it's will the wor- Exactly, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But you don't realise that if you're not being if that's not being explained to you in the moment. Yeah. And then also, because at that time, if I did make a child cry, there wasn't no sitting down and saying, Tanya, this is why you shouldn't do it. It was Tanya, have detention, go right. home, see you tomorrow. Do you see what, do you see what I mean? Mm. There was no, this is why it's bad. Yeah. And so was you there any, was mm. there any, okay, Tanya, yeah, like you just said, that's bad, but also what's going on with you? What's going on with you Nothing. At home? Right. It was have detention, go home. So then what happens is you're in detention being more pissed off by this person. Of course. Because they put you here. So guess what happens tomorrow? They get it again. Yeah. Yeah. And no one's... Do you know what I mean? There's no... And so I want to highlight this as a thing that some children don't have households where you you have like 2.4. You don't have a mum who's home all day Mm. to... My mum had three jobs and she was a single parent. So keeping us alive and a roof over our heads and clothes on our backs Absolutely. was more important than anything She's else. A I was very fucking lucky to be able to do things like go on school trips and you know I never missed out. Mm. But I missed out on like crucial things I realized like conversations and hugs and quality time. These are things that obviously I really needed to mm. hear. Mm. So these are things that I want to talk about in my show to highlight let's not make children villains. That's not smart. Yeah. Do you know what mm. I mean? Children can't be b- villains. No. So let's show them where, you know, there's lots of children out there that unfortunately, you know, parents don't have time. You can't be a at-home parent anymore. Not yeah. now. And that's not because the parents aren't doing the best they can. That's precisely no. because the parents are doing the best they can. Exactly. To make sure the child has shoes and, you exactly. know. Exactly. Society yeah. means that parents have to go to work now. You can't have a stay-at-home mum unless your dad's earning figures and figures and figures, right? Mm. Yeah. So... These are things. People, parents, you know, we're all human. Parents yeah. are going to miss some holes somewhere. There's going to be something where the ball drops somewhere because you're juggling so many. Yeah. Right? Mm. So we need to make sure that there's a community that says, okay, she dropped the ball there. Let me help her out. Instead yeah. of condemning. How do you make children villains? That's the bit to me. You can't. No, absolutely. And my, so my son had some bullying at school. Yeah. And I emailed the teacher straight away. And she was amazing she was really gorgeous and she said the next day she got uh, my son and the bully to sit down mm. and and you know the, he didn't the bully didn't realize he had hurt the impact his feelings mm. and he started crying when hugo explained the words that you said to me hurt my feelings mm. and he cried and then hugo didn't realize he was sad and then they just worked it out they worked yeah. it out and talked about it and then hugo felt empathy with the bully. Yes. Because the bully hadn't understood that that had made him sad. Horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that might have been part of play or whatever. Yeah. So it was a really kind of oh, I just thought, God, the teacher I just kept writing back going, I think you're awesome and all yeah. that sort of stuff. 
But it wasn't like, oh, bad, good. Yeah. It was like, this is a situation in, let, let's sort of unpack it. Yeah. And it was a really kind of thing. But yeah, I grew up being really badly bullied and it was very binary. It was like, you're bad, you're good. Mm. Let's, let's it. tie it in a bow. And then, yeah. and then the next day we, we're all meant to start again. But it doesn't work like that because both the bully and the victim or whatever mm. is is carrying something from exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Big and it was big for me because my niece was being bullied. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. <clears throat> I wish I was the same age as her right and does, now. And <laughs> does, does all, all those feelings take you it really exactly does. back yeah. to those, those so things? So my sister's argument was, <clears throat> oh, my God, I hate this child, blah, blah. But instantly I was like, something's happening with this child. Yeah. Let's go and talk to her mum because a child of eight years old does not come in and start punching other children without there being a punch that she's received already. My, we went to the meeting, I went with my sister, and my sister, who hasn't been bullied or been a bully, yeah. was very much, um, I'm upset because she's a mum and her child's upset, oh, right? Hyper-protective, yeah. I was very much, you know, my family didn't understand it at first, but I was very much like, so let's talk about what's happening in ch- this child's home because we need to figure out why she's punching my niece. Yeah. Doing this and telling her she's bad is not going to stop her from punching my niece. It's not. No. It's going to make her more angry at my niece because now we've got this whole big meeting yeah. and it's about you and it's embarrassing and there's a highlight on you and you don't like it, mm. right? I, I know this feeling. Yeah. So in the meeting, I was very much like, I just want to talk about what's happening at home, why she thinks going into school and punching other children is normal. Yeah. That's the talk, that's the conversation I want to have. Mm. We'll do with Tia later. Tia's loved. We'll do with her later. Let's deal with why this is happening. Mm. Turns out, mum and dad are having fights. This is what she's normally seeing, right? Mm. It took mum a long time to get there, but that's what transpired. So now we understand where this is coming from. Okay, fine. Now let's figure out how to handle this kid so she stops punching other children. Mm. That's what we need to do. Mm. Tia's loved. Yeah, She's got one problem in all of her day. This little girl. We can handle that. And Tia, bless her cottons, sometimes she wouldn't tell us because she felt really bad for the girl. Right. right? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Tia's a good girl. She's fine. She will get this sorted. Now her and the girl are friends. Wonderful. Yeah, right? Yeah. But I think we need to start focusing on where does this come from? Yeah. What is this? And I think, again, as a child, you don't always know that other people have got different lives to you because you're exactly. a child. You're, you're, you're an idiot. Most children are idiots. Oh, they're incredibly um, but you, selfish. You they're, just, they're all, their world is yeah, so narrow. Right. And it? your yeah. routine that your parents set up for you is your routine that you think everyone has in life. Yeah. yeah. It's not until you go out into the world and explore later on that you realise, oh, no, not everyone's house no. is like this. Yeah. yeah. You right. don't really have a concept of privilege necessarily or what, right. you know, what you've got going for you and then until... you just sort of assume that everybody else is... is like that. I mean, right. just like the other day, my son is nine, and I was quite shocked the other day. We were talking about getting clearing out some toys for Christmas, and he was like, "Oh, no, sell them." And so we're not we're not selling them because we're very lucky yeah. that you're going to get new toys, and we can afford to give them away to yeah. you know kids who perhaps don't have as many toys or don't have any toys. And he went, oh, "Everyone's got toys." I was like, "No, uh, they don't, dude. Yeah. No, they don't." And he went, "Well, in this country, they do." And I was like, "Oh, oh no. No. <laughs> we need to sit down and have yeah. a very long talk, probably with slides. Yeah, there's yeah. going to be some videos. There's going to be pie charts. There's yeah. going to be stats. Yeah, and Just a you know, of Boris yeah, face yeah. Across through it and, and uh, you know, and he knows about the Marcus Rashford thing. The screen. He's he's into all that. He gets yeah. all that. And I was like, that's the. So think about that. And then if people can't afford to eat, where do you think they're getting they're their copy of me for twenty? One, do right. you know what I mean? Right. Like, getting a like, switch. Oh, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> my niece thinks um, I've got loads of money, and that's my fault because every now and again you I did do a tango advert, Tanya. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> let's not talk about that. Uh, <laughs> but 
But, I, you know, every now and again, I'll take her out, I'll take her to the toy shop, i give her a budget, and I'm like, you go crazy. And on the calculator, you put that in the bucket, that's how much you got left. Right? That's yeah, it. Yeah. She goes mad. So now, what's happening is she's eight. <laughs> she's got a little brother who's two. And he's like, Mom, can I have? Mom be like, no. She'll be like, don't worry, auntie will get it. She's got money. <laughs> Ooh. Right? Danger, danger. Right? So now I'm like, oh, auntie ATM. Damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I better have a kid quickly <laughs> so I can say to her, look, I've got my own responsibilities now. Does that sound Italian? You'll get the new Playmobil. It's Listen, right. yeah. she really does. She really she's like, auntie, don't worry about it. Just get your bank card. <laughs> Lady! <laughs> yeah. And I will, really I'll be honest to say, my, my kids have got, they understand Amazon now because we, you know, right. we use it quite a lot for the show to buy things. Like, oh, we run out of bin bags, just order some more, whatever. I mean, it's just a thing. So they've got, in my five-year-old's like, Oh, mummy, I want this toy. Oh, well, you can you can put it on your birthday list. You can put it on your Christmas list. And he's like, but we can just order it. We can yeah. just order it. I'm like, no, 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 no. They don't no. understand. Bing bads are three ninety nine, Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> I can order them at will. Yeah. Yeah. What I can't order is a Lego for seventy nine ninety nine no. at will. And also, can't you don't do that. Need it. And I need to buy bin bags. Like, yeah. just, like <laughs> the cat, the cat needs feeding. Like we're yeah. we're ordering Amazon cat food because that comes the next day because mummy can't go to the supermarket. Yeah. that is fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't it get is, it. But they're, yeah, the way, the, the immediacy of that. Yeah. So I just remember waiting months and mm. months and months and months for a Cabbage Patch doll. Yeah. <gasps> Babe. I thought I was the only one who had a Cabbage Patch wait, doll. Wait a minute, bitches. You had Cabbage Patch doll? Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. It was fake. It was too expensive. <laughs> you couldn't have one. You could actually fucking have one. I got a fake one from the market. Because oh, my parents. It I didn't had have two. <laughs> my mother had 10 jobs and yeah. I should have a cabbage patch doll. I gave one to my cousin because her mum wouldn't buy her one so yeah. I had one and she had one oh, I know see, you were I a good kid it. you were a good kid oh, I, oh. I was a good kid they were just always some yeah, shitty moments yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my god, god. Oh, that's you it. That's I knew it I was a kid because I was always invited out. <laughs> you know, naughty kids don't get invited anywhere. No, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. But I was always invited out, but I had some really shitty moments. And I definitely, at this age, I know that they were in correlation to being told off or, you know, not getting what I want or, you know, all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. Having questions, not having them answered, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't make it okay. Yeah. But, but no, that's, I, but there's the reason behind it. And I feel, and I was just making a joke. I don't, I'm not betraying that I've missed your point. I understand no. that you're saying there isn't such a thing as a good kid and yeah. there isn't such a thing as a bad kid. There yeah. are kids who do shit things sometimes, like yeah. humans. Yeah. You know. And kids test boundaries. So as they grow, what they're going to see is how far they can go. Yeah. yeah. Right. We had a, we had a child, um, no, a psychotherapist on the podcast the other day called Anna Mather, and she said, "There's a great theory is that when you hop into a roller coaster, hmm. the cage comes down, like the straps go on, and what's the first thing you do? You shake it to check it. You shake it yeah. to check it. Is this safe enough? What are yeah. my boundaries? And it was such a brilliant kind of analogy oh. to children because that's what they do. They just shake the cage a bit, and they're yeah. like." What what can I do? Yeah. What can I get away with? Yeah. And I think that's. I mean, yeah, that was really that really spoke to me because I think that's it. You kind of think, is that going to make my mum and dad really cross? Will yeah. I? Will yeah. Will the threat of the wooden spoon come? There's always a threat. Yeah. In my I still house. have that <clears throat> moment though. <clears throat> 
Uh, even especially when I'm going to be on TV or something, I'm like, don't do anything that's going to embarrass Joyce. Don't. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. she's still very old school. She's still, you know, even if I write a status, she'll be like, Tanya, um, so and so rang me and said. <laughs> From that- your Facebook? I'm an adult! <laughs> <laughs> I can write what the fuck I want! <laughs> I've had some complaints that this podcast is too sweary. Fuck off! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> Well, like, did you have to write that? Yeah, that's how I felt in a moment, Joyce. You know what I mean? It's my Facebook. It's my words. Tell her to come off my Facebook, whoever yeah. she is. We are still. We still have the little child. We still have the inner yeah. child. All that sort of stuff. We're still. There is something about us that you know. Not all of us, but we. It is nice to seek approval or, or feel approved. Yes. You know, oh, with the, yeah. from your peers or your mum and dad. Yeah. And it really, you know, it does help when someone says, I'm really proud of you. Exactly. Oh, I want to talk, you did a post um, uh, the other day oh, on my your dad, Facebook saying, yeah. what was it you said your dad said? He called me and he said, you are my heart because you're exactly who I wanted to be. Oh, I'm so oh, proud of you. God. I know. Oh, I know. Oh, I was like, then I've got to go off the phone. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> But that really, really got me care about it, but it was massive to yeah. me. Yeah, because yeah. I'm very close with my dad. He was yeah, our Rosie before close. the Corona and all of that, and like, and he used to be a comedian. So like, uh, what I love is he's 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 so supportive of me and you, isn't he? Yeah, he's beautiful. He, he loves watching us. And he likes to give us some uh, some constructive criticism, which is fine because he actually Babes, does know what he's no. talking about. If we're at a gig, my dad will give you. <laughs> For free. I mean, on not... how to be better. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't even ask And what's for embarrassing it. is, he's like, you know, because you do that, but Tanya, she's really good at it. Let me tell you what she does. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, leave them alone. <laughs> oh, he's your brass band. He really is, though. He is your, he's your he fanfare. He really is. Which is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. And my and... mum's more quiet with it, but I know she's proud because my friends, her friends would be like, your mum won't stop talking about you. I'm like, really? Can she talk well... to me about it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Mum's that way. She just isn't. <laughs> well, maybe, you know, when your Mock the Week episode comes out, perhaps you'll buy you another Cabbage Patch doll. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm going to go to my cousins, get hers and give it to you. <laughs> I don't want it now. <laughs> But did you have a care bear? I've moved on. I had loads of care bears. Oh, sorry. 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 I had a care bear. I had one. Wait, I had one care bear. I had bear. none. Wait, hold on. <laughs> one care bear. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Yeah, this but is... you probably were hugged and spoken to. Does that help? That's not what I wanted, Tanya. <laughs> that's not what I was asking for. But you didn't bully nobody as a result. <laughs> no. That's... What do you want, Helen? <laughs> that's the other one. Oh, shit, wait. Oh, wait. Wait! Fuck you, we all look the same to you! We all look the same to you! I mean, there's that. Fuck you, Helen. Should have stayed on the fucking water. Seven and a half years and she doesn't know your name. Listen. That's alright. It's the opposite of cheers. Don't worry, don't worry. Let's let's just calm down. Later on you can write me a message about this and I'll tell you to fucking die. Now, Tanya, we uh, usually end the podcast with scummy mummy confessions. I know Mm. you're not a mummy, but we will accept scummy auntie confessions. Uh, Oh, here she goes. Or you can just tell her a story about your your sister being a terrible mother. It's up to you. Uh, (laughs) I wish I could. (laughs) My kids are awesome. She's put me under pressure. I haven't even started yet. Um, So I live in a room, a flat share. 
So when my niece and nephew come stay with me, they have to stay in the room with me. Mm-hmm. And I've definitely put my niece to bed and had a smoke out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Old school. Excellent. I like... Yeah. <laughs> like really trying for it not to get no, back I in the put, room. I put the curtain behind me. Um, if I smoke in my room, like dark times when I was yeah. just fresh out of my separation, when I, you know, first found out about everything, yeah. I'd be like, I don't want to go outside because I'm too sad. Yeah. I'm going to smoke my fag. And I put the curtain behind my head, and yeah. sm- like lint, almost in a dangerous manner, yeah. and smoked out the window. I literally sit on the ledge. Yeah. I mean, it makes it, like, let's say it's, I mean, they can't see on the podcast, but let's say I'm sitting on the ledge here. Like she's a right bay there. window. Yeah, yeah. She's right there. All oh, right, she's right next to the window. She's actually. inhaling all of it. Yeah. <laughs> but she's asleep, so it yeah, doesn't so count. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't fine. mean anything. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah, when you sleep, it's she's different. deaf <laughs> and she has cochlears. Okay, yeah. So she puts them on in the morning after. It's like hearing aids. Hearing aids, yeah. yeah, The ones that you like, you stick them on and they've got that bit inside. They were invented in Australia, Tanya. (laughs) Were they? That's an any facts. Oh my God, I think they're the best thing. She's got these new ones now and they've got Bluetooth on them. So we, she, we, she could talk on she the phone and stuff. She Spotify in there. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, she's having the best time of her life. <laughs> she's also really cheeky because when you get on the nerve, she turns them off. Oh, she's there now. Smart, she's smart she's girl. like, Grandma, you're talking too much. <laughs> right. Very but I hid them once. <laughs> you hid them? Once. Yeah. You hid her hearing. Because I wanted to have a really intense phone call and some of her business. <laughs> So you had, to be clear, you had a child's hearing aids. I hid her ears. <laughs> Tanya, I think you're ready to be a mum. I think so. I think so. <laughs> if that's because something you want to do. kids will listen and then go and chat your business. And I'm like, listen, I don't, I'm not ready for her. Let me put them in my pocket real quick. Oh. And she was like, auntie, where am I? I was like, I don't know. I'll find them. You just go in and play. 10 to 15. That's awesome. Yeah. That That's definitely the best gummy auntie confession. We hey, yeah. man. <laughs> to hide a deaf child's (laughs) equipment is is really up there Tony well done everyone's done it she (laughs) loves you she She loves you so much she does we did have what was that confession we had once at the show about a woman who um, she has a child who is fed through a feeding bag. Yes, is that oh right? yes. Oh, this this was the winning confession in Christmas at Christmas in Colchester last year. Okay, and she said every year she goes to Glastonbury and she sneaks in her booze with her child's feeding bags, and she has one liter of vodka <laughs> and one liter of gin, and she straps it to her own stomach so she doesn't have to pay for booze. I love her. Yeah, yeah she's amazing, yeah. and she won. She quite she rightly she won the. Uh, won. I love her. Six hundred and fifty people in the audience in Colchester and she was our number one mummy and we were like fucking I fucking yes love own her. it there we go so where can uh, where can people follow you Tanya what do you want to uh, follow me on my social media I don't know what the world's going to bring please spell your name oh my god my dad's a dickhead um, <laughs> it's T-H don't rewind it you heard it right T-H-A-N-Y-I-A don't put the Y first and put, don't put the Y second I know it makes sense when you look at it for it to be Tanya, but that's not what it is. Just blame Noel. Yes, his name's Noel. <laughs> You've all got fucked up names. A-N-Y-I-A. Here's the best bit. Brother's name's Eli. <laughs> Eli. Eli. Three letters. Yeah, of course. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah. 
fuck's sake. Oh. Oh. <laughs> if it helps, uh, my dad, my name is actually Ellen on my birth certificate. Although oh. you know me as Ellie. I thought yeah. I've always known me as Ellie. Ellie, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, and it was or always Helen, supposed to be whoever. Ellie. Yeah, <laughs> Helen slash Ellie. That's right. Uh, we'll Aust- go by any name, actually. Yeah. <laughs> the Australian one and the other one. That's that one, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I also go the smart one, the fat one, but you know. No. <laughs> I didn't like to say. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but my, my name is only Ellen on my birthday because my dad went to register my birth, Peckham Registry Office, nice. and he forgot uh, that he just wrote the wrong name down by mistake, like an admin error. It's a clerical error, my name. So, uh, no. Yeah, so we, we're both, yeah. Oh. <laughs> what a nice way to end. We yeah. must end it. Sadly. <clears throat> All right. um, yes, thank you very much for listening. No, thank uh, you. If you're still there. Yes, you are still <laughs> with us. Um, yeah, if you want to give us a review on the iTunes, that would be lovely. Rate, review, and subscribe to Scummy Mummies. And hopefully we'll all be gigging next year, Tanya. Oh, you are. You are lovely, <laughs> thank Tanya you. Moore. Thank, thank you. you so much for coming on the podcast. I appreciate you. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. Now get out of my house with your cabbage patch dolls. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.